the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, brother. We haven't recorded just you and me in quite a long time. It has been months. I, I mean, like literally months since we've, I, I mean, I don't know how many months. It's three, four months, maybe. One of the great things about having Becca is she books out all our guests and people now just sort of agree to come on Tuesdays at eight. So we're not bouncing all around, but the, the consequence of that is that we don't really have many episodes of just you and I anymore, but we're going to have some for the next couple of weeks. You get to see enough of me though. You get, uh, that's true. See me almost daily. Pretty much. So today we're going to talk about some of the mistakes that we see law firm owners make some ones that sort of drive us crazy. For those who have been listening to us for a while, some of it might be familiar, but I think that we've really been spending time working on our new course that we've really come to see some of the major hurdles that are holding people back. I'm excited about the course and I'm excited about talking with you today about some of those mistakes. Well, I'm pretty excited about the whole thing. I mean, it's just been a cool thing. Like we've gone through this long exercise and we've, we've put a lot of work into it and it's just interesting to really digest all the things that we've learned over the last four years, approaching five years, actually, I think, and actually digesting those and figuring out what works and what doesn't. I, I think that's the coolest part. Well, I'd like to give you the honors of announcing the name of the course. <laughs> well, uh, thanks. It's maximum law and minimum time. That's nice. The cool right. title. Maximum law, minimum time. And that's sort of what our approach is. Now, you raise a good point. We've been doing this now for almost five years, four and a half years. And I mean, if you think about the number of law firm owners that you and I have spoken with since we started this firm, I mean, it's got to be in the hundreds. I mean, think about it. We've, we, we have spoken to hundreds um, on the podcast. I think it's hundreds. Sure. Yeah. On the yeah. actual podcast by itself. But I mean, overall, I'm thinking about all, all the people we've, we've spoken to and met at Max LawCon, just that have touched the podcast in some way. They've got some sort of affiliation with the podcast. They've, they've listened to the podcast. They've wanted to market on the podcast. Like just so many touches we've had. I mean, honestly, Jim, it might be in the thousands. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, you know, to me, my favorite thing is hopping on a call sort of like I did with Russ in the guild the other day, just shooting the bull, talking about what's working for him, what's working for me. I think that, you know, 
aside from the podcast itself, like you said, at the conference, we talked to law firm owners. And then you and I are always on the phone with either people in the guild or even people outside the guild who just want to, you know, pick our brain or ask us some things. So I think we've really learned a lot of the mistakes. And of course, we've made a lot of the mistakes. So it's not just that we've had all these great conversations with lawyers, like we're these outside consultants. You and I have both built firms, very successful firms now over the years. And, you know, we've made a lot of these mistakes. Yeah. And but we've corrected these mistakes based on the people that we've met and the, 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 the things that they've taught us, the lessons we've learned. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Think about how, like where we would have been if we didn't have max law, like how, how different our firms would have been because we didn't meet the people that we met. We didn't learn the things that we learned. It, it's like, I, I would not, I would be in a completely different place. No question. And that's a great point because if we hadn't started the podcast, we wouldn't have met John Fisher. And if we hadn't met John Fisher, I wouldn't have gone to John's mastermind in DC. And if I hadn't gone to John's mastermind in DC, I wouldn't have sat next to Seth price. And if I hadn't sat next to Seth price, I wouldn't have gone to his office. And if I hadn't gone to his office, I wouldn't have gone down in the basement. And if I hadn't gone down in the basement, I wouldn't have seen where his whole leads team is and that he had this crew of teenage pizza eating phone talking, chatting on the website, people just bringing in cases left and right. And I wouldn't know even that many, I mean, Seth's a, a lawyer who, who runs a law firm. He hasn't really practiced that much law. And so, you know, that's what I wanted. And so that's really what Maximum Lawyer is about is that we want to help you get to where you want to be. Different people have different approaches as to what they want. You know, my wife very much likes practicing law. You enjoy practicing law. I enjoy running a firm. And what we're about is if you're not where you want to be and you want to be somewhere else, this course that we've developed helps you identify exactly where you are, your strengths and weaknesses. And then we show you how to get to the next level in those areas in which you need help. So I think what's cool about something you just said though, is like there, we've learned all these mistakes and you know, we've, we're going to talk about growth and all that kind of stuff. But what's cool about it is, is that each person is different and each person likes to do their own thing. Right. They, and they, what's cool about this is you can build your own law firm around this course to do the things you want to do. So if you want to practice law, you can put the things in place that you want to, to, to run so they can run the firm and you can practice law. Or if you want to be like Jim and just run the law firm and not actually practice law anymore, you can do that. You can build it out and you can jump from stage to stage, or you can stay in one stage. You can, you can do what you want to do. You can build the, the firm that you want and that this isn't something where you must go from stage to stage to stage and, and in order to be a successful lawyer. That's not what this is about. This is about building the law firm that you want for you. And I think that's what's cool about it. So we spent the last three months sort of nailing down the first three stages of law firm ownership. And at first when we did it, I thought that it was going to be very clear that some of our listeners or people that buy the course, that they are going to be clearly in stage one, clearly in stage two, or clearly in stage three. But what I found in having these discussions with you and Annika and Becca, as we built out this product, is that it's sort of like a checklist. In some areas, you might be in stage two. In other areas, you might be in stage one. In other ones, you might be in stage three. And so you can only focus on so much. That's one of the things that I've really learned as a law firm owner and sort of the topic that I want to talk about today on the show is that you can really only focus on one thing or two things at a time. And it's when you get in trouble is when you try to do too many things all at the same time. 
Completely. So like, so you just sort of introduced your topic, but dig a little deeper on that. Keep going. So my topic is something that I've sort of beaten to death in the group, but I still want to mention it because it's the one thing that I think really holds people back. And today, today we're talking about stage one, sort of what keeps you in stage one? What are the pitfalls of being in stage one? And for me, the biggest pitfall is trying to do too much. And I mean that on a macro level and on a micro level. On a macro level, it could be trying to do too many practice areas, trying to keep too many people happy, trying to you know, learn an expertise in all these different practice areas. I think trying to do too much is a real big problem on the macro level where your, your firm on its own is trying to do too much. But then on the micro level, we talk about people you know, taking out the trash, doing the marketing, practicing the law, answering the phone, trying to keep clients happy, trying to move cases, dealing with insurance adjusters. And they're really just running around doing way too many things. And, and I've always been sort of mad at the attorneys that do that. Like I've sort of been sort of self-righteous about it, but I've really, I've really learned to let that go because I understand it. I've lived it. And now, now to me, I come at it to a, at a slightly different angle. The angle that I come across come at it now is that there's so much to do. There's so much that has to be done. I can understand why the lawyer owner slips into doing all those things. Number one, they don't have money to pay all these people to do all these things, but also they're just, there's just a lot of stuff that has to get done. It's just a fact. So they're too slow to get more help. And I think that's really the thing that they people in stage one really need to think about and to try to work out of is doing too many things on the macro and the micro level. Well, you, you know why you used to get mad about it is because you used to see yourself in those people. I've always talked trash to you about this, where you, you, you're doing the, 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 the small things because you want to avoid the big things, but you've stopped doing that, which is good. That's a, it's a really good thing. Here's what's interesting though. Well, a couple things. One is, the point about um, it starts with you doing too much as a firm. Cause think about this, like think about how much more work you have to do when you do like five or six different practice areas. Like, think about that. Like think about how much more work that you create for yourself. That's, that's the first thing. Um, the second part of it is, is that I feel like there's always too much to do. Right. And what I mean by that is, is even as you, you niche down your practice and even as you, pare down the work that you are going to do. So let's say that you're a law firm owner. You say, okay, I'm only going to try cases. I'm going to, I'm going to bring in a practice manager, but I'm only going to try cases. But then as you pare down more and more and more, you get better and better at your job. And then, okay, so yeah, you're only going to try cases, but then, okay, now maybe I'm going to bring on a litigation team and I'm only going to do, I'm only going to do the liability witnesses, right? I'm going to hire someone to do the medical, the, the, the medical witnesses, right? So the medical experts and you, you pare down and pare down and pare down and pare down and pare down to the point where only you, you are only doing the things that you are absolutely best at. And so even as your firm grows and even as you have, have pared down and really given everyone uh, tasks and everyone's got a job, you will always have too much work to do. Don't you feel like that that's always a thing? No matter what, you're always going to have too much to do. I think it's a great point. And that's why I like your question that you give to members of the guild every Monday. What are the one or two things you're going to do this week to move your firm forward the most? Actually, it's the one thing. What's the one thing you're going to do? Even better. So see, I'm always trying to squeeze in a second one. 
you know, if everything's important, nothing's important. And one of the things that my wife and I have been working on this year in running our firm is, you know, with our quarterly goals, you know, signing up for less, not more. It's not, especially if you're a law firm owner like me, who has probably undiagnosed ADHD, that you're, you know, you're just excited about all the different possibilities of the things that you could fix. So it's not that you're lazy or you're just trying to coast or that you're being cheap. It's just that you get excited about doing these things. And so I think you're right. I think that there it's a, it's a wealth of opportunity, but if you don't prioritize things, you're setting yourself up to get nothing done. So what do you say to the people that, that, that are like, well, okay, well, what do you want me to do, Jim? Like, like, yeah, there's a lot to do. So who's going to do it? I mean, what do, you, what do you say to those people? Well, that's, I mean, that's what we're talking about. And so that's what we're talking about with the product. So the whole purpose of the course is that we're going to talk about, you know, how to break free from that, how to prioritize, how to figure out what do you need to be doing and what, what is it that only you can do? I think that's the most important question. What is it that only you can do? And then you build know, that, right. And build from there. Right. So, you know, we're going to offer this product as a standalone product for thousands of dollars, but we're going to give it to members of the guild for free. So if people join the guild, they're going to get the product for free. It is going to be sold as a standalone product, but the real value I think is that the guild is going to morph into this lab. Well, it already is a lab where we help people, you know, improve their firm, make that incremental improvement, but it's going to be a place where everybody who's gone through the course has a common language, a common approach, and they understand, you know, where they are and where they want to get to. And that's really where the value is going to come in. Completely agree. The Guild is an insanely productive community of lawyer entrepreneurs with a growth mindset who share their collective genius and hold each other accountable to take their careers and businesses to the next level. But in 2021, we are upping the game. In addition to exclusive access to the group, FaceTime with the two of us, discounted pricing for live events, and front seat exposure to live recording and podcasts and video, we are mapping out for members the exact growth playbook with our new program, Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships and experience content specifically designed to complement your plan for growth. For a limited time only, the Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time program will be offered for free to all new Guild members. Join us by going to maxlawguild.com. All right, let's get to my topic. Cool. Great. All right. Go for it. So this is, this is actually relates to your topic a little bit, but this is, there is this belief that, um, or a lot of lawyers have this belief that only they can sign up the clients, right? That only they can sign up the clients or that they've got some magic ability that they're the ones that, that can get the job done, right? They can seal the deal that their people can't do it. And that can't be further from the truth. It is, I mean, I don't know. I used to have that thought. Didn't you used to have that thought, Jim? Well, you know, if anybody has listened to my expose where Jim is just sort of laid bare when it comes to his, I would say, effed up notions of bringing in new clients with Gary Falkowitz, that seven part podcast that we did for free, where we, Gary and I went through the whole process of revamping my intake, you know, I was the chief, you know, I was the number one culprit when it came to thinking that I had this Svengali like approach where I could just, you know, pop into a consult, wave my fingers and convince someone to hire me. And that's just so wrong because what you need to be doing is looking for the people that already want to hire someone. You don't want to be in the convincing business as a law firm owner or as any kind of marketer, you don't ever want to be in the convincing business. You want to be in the business of being there often 
and that they know you, like you, and trust you, and that they understand that when they're ready, you're going to be there for them. So it's funny, a long time ago, I, I remember talking to this criminal defense attorney and he was talking about, you know, you never quote him a price over the phone and you, you, what you want to do is you want to get them in the office, you want to get them in the conference room so you can, you can scare the hell out of them and you can, then that, that way they'll sign, they'll, they'll, they'll sign and they'll give you the money. And that's so much BS, you know, it's, it's so ridiculous. And then I met this guy by the name of Mark Hammer that you and I, that we, I love that guy. He's so awesome. Right. And Mark Hammer, I was talking to him. He's like, uh, it's like, so, uh, you know, uh, I was talking to him about a client we were going to going to see or whatever. And I was like, Oh, you like, you know, how many times have you talked to him? Whatever. He's, like, he's like, this is the first time I'm, I'm going to meet him. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, I do all my sales over the phone. Like I, I, he's honest. He answers his own cell phone, which is a mistake, but he, he, he takes credit cards over the phone. He's like, he basically has got this whole spiel that he's had for forever. And he gets them signed up right away, which really changed my, my view on things. And so it, it's, uh, I think that the point of all this is that you can train people to do those things, right? There is, there are a series of things you can do to really streamline the process to, if, if you have any involvement at all in it, then it's, it's very small. And I'm not going to downplay the component. There's the component of that. You've got to actually meet these people and learn things about their cases. Yeah, that's, that's true, but you don't have to do it at the very, very beginning to get the case signed up. And I think that's the mistake people make is they think that they've got to do all this at the very, very beginning to get the case signed. And that's not what people want. It's just not, you you can build that into your process later on down the, down, down the line, but you don't have to do it at the very, very beginning, Jim, you've learned this, but, and I've learned this. I love whenever I'm on the phone with another attorney, I'm like, Oh, looks, we just signed a new case. And I, I didn't talk to the person. I didn't, I didn't have any contact with that person. As long as it meets certain criteria and our, and our intake people put it through the process and they get it signed up. And then I get involved a few days later. That's the only, that, that's, that's the first time I get involved is after all this front end work has been done. And that's just basically kind of like a meet and greet and me get the information that I absolutely need. But the majority of it's already been, has already been taken by the intake team and then the case managers once the case is signed. And that's so, and I'm sure there's people are thinking right now, no, I've got to talk to every single person. I've, I've got to do it. The lawyer's got to talk to them. And I, let's talk about that for a second. Like, what are your thoughts on there, there having to be a lawyer at the very, very beginning during the intake? Well, I've always sort of been mad at you about this because I thought that I had it harder because when people hire me, they're writing me a check. When they hire you, they're waiting to get a check on the back end so they don't have to actually spend money. So I, that was another reason why I justified more gym or more attorney time in the consults, because we had to, again, convince them to spend money. But you, you raise such a great point that there's so much of the intake process that does not need to be done by the lawyer, the gathering, the name, the address, the details of the accident, you know, maybe the sexual limitations, those kinds of things. Those are things that you can systematize and farm out to basically call center people or, you know, your leads team. So we have a great leads team. Now we have three people, one works full-time, the other two work 30 hours a week. And we get about 200 leads a, a week and they, you know, screen those down almost immediately to about 90. And then about 50 of those get to talk to a lawyer. And then we're signing up between, you know, 12 and 20 cases a week. So the funnel is much cleaner and much tighter. And, you know, I thought that, you know, I had to be involved at that early stage, but really it's the great thing now is that by getting, making it harder to get through to me, that when I show up, 
they're like really happy to see me, like, especially with the YouTube channel, you know, they're like, Oh my God, it's Jim. I've watched him all these years on video. And now I'm actually talking to him. It's just like, it's almost like a bit of stagecraft. You're like a celebrity, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's, that's a really, really good point. And, and I'm sure some people are thinking, I'm, I'm thinking about all the people saying, but, but I'm different. I'm different. I'm different. Like I gotta, I gotta verify the statute of limitations. Yeah, you can do that. You can do it after they've signed the contract. No one's saying you can't build in these systems for verification. That's important that like getting that information right is important, but one train your people the right way. Right. So they know what information to get to make sure that that information is tracked appropriately and then checks and balances after the fact, after you've gotten them signed up to, to get that information, to make sure it's, it's accurate and make sure it's entered properly. Um, that, well, that's all part of it. That was another great lesson from Gary is that, you know, less is more that when you're doing a call, it's, is this a case that we want and do they want to hire us? That's it. It's not, you're not there to get the name of every single doctor that they treated with or you're not there to get, you know, every ounce of their immigration history. Instead, what you're doing is, is this a case that we handle? Is this a pleasant person that we want to do business with? Do they understand our value? And do we, do we all want to move forward? That's it. And cause there, there are residual effects of the, of this, right? Like, cause there, it, it relates to what you were just talking about. Like that's the power of a micro intake, right? Because you get those, the key information, is it a case that's you get that in the right, the micro intake. And if it is, then you advance on advance onto the full intake, the micro intake filters out all those cases. Cause I guarantee with what, what I'm about to say is going to resonate with so many people. Like think about the, your staff and, and how long that they spend on the phone with cases that are not cases there. It's a family law case that you don't handle. It's a, an employment law case that you don't handle, but your people are spending an hour or 45 minutes on the freaking phone with them. You get the micro intake, you knocked it out right away. You know, sorry, sir. We don't handle these types of cases, but you know what? I know a guy, he's a great immigration lawyer. I, his name's Jim hacking. Let me get you his information. I'm going to send it to you as well. And, and then send them down the road. You don't need to spend an hour or your people don't have to spend an hour on the phone with them. It's wasting their time and they're not making money for you. So there, there are all these other residual effects from it. And then again, then another one of it is, is that if I'm sending Jim hacking a bunch of immigration cases on leads, I'm getting, guess what Jim hacking's probably going to do. He's probably really happy and he's going to start sending me all of his personal injury cases. Cause he's going to get calls because his, uh, his immigrant clients, get, they get in car crashes too, whenever they get into the States, cause they, they love Jim. He's a celebrity and he's going to refer them to me. So it's, it's not, it, it, there's a lot of these other things you can do when she, when you're the lawyer, not doing it, you've got your team of people doing it and, and dealing with those leads in the right way. As we've gone through this course creation, and as we've studied these law firms that we've dealt with all these years, it's, it's funny how often less is more really becomes the theme you know, that the, it was true in the topic that I brought up. It's true in this topic. It's true in many, many topics. And it all goes back to me, to that conversation that we had with Ollie Bilson, who I met at Trafficking Conversion last year. And he said that most law firms do not have the capacity to meet the opportunity before them. And people are thinking way too small and they are the bottleneck. And what this course is designed is to help you figure out where you are the bottleneck and to help you get the hell out of the way. I love it. All right, man. We ready to wrap though. I'm ready, brother. We don't want to give too much of this, right? We don't want well, to give it's all, well, we don't want to be like our host, our guests who come on the show sometime. Oh, I've got this great thing over here, but you're going to have to pay to see it. I oh. mean, 
Josh, we're, that's the worst. Right. But I mean, we're, we're, we're going to spend the next couple of weeks on the podcast talking about this and we're going to, you know, lay it all out there for people. And again, it's going to cost, you know, it's going to cost just under $4,000 for the course, but if they join the guild, they're going to get it for free. So, you know, it's not like we're hiding anything and, and we've been giving away all of our best tips for the last four years. So I don't feel bad about it at all. Right. That's, that's something we did talk about. Like if you, if you listen to all of our episodes, everything's in all the episodes, right. It's yeah. we're, we're condensing it down for you. Um, right. We're making it really simple. So you're not having, having to listen to hundreds of hours of, of content. So, all right, let's wrap. It's funny. Uh, we've not had a guest in so long. I know what the guests, whenever, what I do, whenever we have a guest, Cause I say, you know, we need to wrap things up. You know, we, we right. want to be respectful of your time, you know, all that kind of stuff, but it's so weird when it's just me and you, I don't even remember how I do it. So I'm just going to wing it. So I want to remind everyone to go to the Facebook group, please give us a five-star review. If you don't mind, it would really help spread the word. If you're interested in the guild, go to maxlawguild.com. There's a lot of great information is there, uh, there as long as information about the course that we are launching, launching, launching Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? So I was lucky enough to give a talk to the fine international student advisors at Washington University last week, which was really a great get for me because I've been wanting to get in with those folks for a long time. They're A-plus international student advisors. There's tons of immigrants at WashU. Obviously, it's a really sophisticated, of all the schools, uh, they're the ones that have the best trained international student advisors and that really do a good job. So I've been wanting to meet with them. And so I, I did a a zoom call with them. And I went over my whole immigration one-on-one for them. And as a thank you, I got an email afterwards from a company called sugar wish. I don't know if we've talked about sugar wish before. So what happens is they send you this menu and you order something that you like. So it was a lot of candy. And since I'm not eating sugar, I didn't get that, but I got some cheese popcorn. And so I just picked what I wanted. And then like a week later it came. So I thought that it'd be a great option for our members who want to be able to send something nice to someone. And it's great because you get to pick what you want. And then that's cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, when you get it you remember all over again, you know, the per- person who sent it to you. So it's sort of like two bangs for your buck. You get the one, Oh boy, that was nice of them to send me that email. And I get to pick what I want. And isn't that considerate to let me pick what I want? And then, Oh, and then here it's arrived and Oh, what a nice treat. So it's great. That is really cool. I, I really like that sugar wish. Uh, is it just like sugarwish.com? It's combined in one words. Yeah. Cool. I like it. All right. So my tip of the week relates to uh, something that Jim talked about and that's just not doing too much. And so my tip is to pick one thing, just one thing that you, it's just been, it's just been sitting there waiting to get done. And I want you to hire someone to do it. So it could be a wall that needs to be painted. It could be a piece of furniture that needs to be put together. Maybe your lawn needs to be mowed. Maybe it's, you've got this legal brief that's sitting out there that you need to have written. You can go to law clerk, something like that. Just pick one thing. It just one. It doesn't have to be, you know. You don't have to hire a virtual assistant to do, you know, eight months of tasks. Just, just pick one thing to get started, and hire them to do the one thing, just to get that ball rolling, get that momentum, so you, so you can get one of those things off of your plate. So that is my tip of the week. All right, Jimmy, have a good one. Peace, brother. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. The to stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time. Maximum.